0: Why did we go down this tangent? You
1: definitely put me on the spot
0: Welcome to Why Cold ID
2: The youth cultural identity program by young women Discussing current issues and gender disparity in the sound production industry
1: Be the one who
0: made the collective vision come to fruition
2: Brought to you by the Department of Communities and Justice, River FM and The Art House
0: a long way to the shop if you want a sausage roll. Oh!
2: Yeah.
0: Hi, welcome to River FM. If you've been listening to Barsha, then we thank her for the sauce. And this is Why Cult ID, brought to you by River FM, the art house, and by the Department of Communities and Justice. I have with me here today... Ivy, how are you Ivy?
2: Good, thanks, how are you?
0: Good, thank you, very good. Um, I'm excited to do our show today, we have an interview, it's another one of the interviews with a producer from the Byron Bay Film Festival, this is about activism and women in activism actually. Oh yeah. So today we'll probably have a little bit of a chat around all sorts of concepts of activism and climate change and things like that, would that be cool? Yeah, cool. All right. let me do the weather. Um, so partly cloudy, a slight 20% chance of a shower and the chance of a thunderstorm during this afternoon and evening, possibly severe, Oh, that's no good, with destructive winds and large hail in the south during this afternoon and early evening, possible heavy falls in the south this afternoon and early evening light winds becoming northerly 15 to 20 kilometres in the early afternoon and becoming light in the off late evening. D- daytime maximum temperatures reaching the low thirties. That's strange, Ivy. Ivy. Were you listening to that? Yeah. It said that there's going to be a destructive winds and large hail. Um, in the afternoon and early evening, and then it says light winds. Yeah, it's yeah. like pick pick your battles, mate. <laughs> Um, Okay, so then on Friday, it's sunny, light winds becoming west to northwesterly, 15 to 20 kilometres per hour in the early afternoon, then becoming light in the evening. Overnight temperatures falling between 16 and 19, with daytime temperatures reaching around 30. Saturday, the 29th of October, is also going to be sunny, and overnight temperatures falling to around 14, also about 30 during the day. Sunday is very similar However, um, we are going to be in the mid to high 20s. So, that's a little bit better for us. Hey, Ivy? Yeah. Okay. So, we'll start our show today with, as always, songs from Australian female producers because we're all about supporting the female sound production people, aren't we? Yeah. And Ivy, you've been getting into sound production, haven't you, for some time?
2: If you call editing the podcast in a sound production totally... <laughs> ...then that's exactly what I
0: call it and that's what we're doing. So, f- for those of you who have just tuned in, this is not only a radio show... ...but it gets edited into a podcast... ...which shall be coming to you in the next few coming months... ...and therefore will not only be live to air as it is now... ...but you'll be able to hear us rant on about all sorts of topical things... ...for women yeah. and girls and as such for society as a whole... Um, sort of recorded and all around the world at any given time. So, that's what's exciting about a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What else is exciting about the difference of mediums of radio and podcast, do you reckon? I think with a podcast, you can just... um, I don't know. I guess it's
2: sort of similar in a lot of ways. But podcasts, I feel like you could do more with it because you can plan it out. You can edit it. You can do sort of more after like, do more of the afterwards... After then, effects. Yeah, yeah. Can, then you could with a radio show.
0: Yeah, all those bells and whistles, they really do uh, make your audio experience a lot more pleasant. Yeah. And you've forgotten the best thing. You can take out the... Music. No, the oh. mistakes. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. can take out the mistakes. However... um, you're right about the music thing. That is a little tricky because yeah. we have been talking here at the Art House um, at Wycolt ID or River FM itself. We, as a radio station, have copyright. We pay for that and we pay artist royalties for that as well. Yeah. About 20 cents per song, by the way, which puts uh, Spotify to shame.
2: Yeah, no, totally.
0: And uh, so if you are a artist or musician out there and you're listening, then please contact us. We'll be happy to play your tunes. Also, there's another option for artists in australia out there called the amrap air project so google that and that puts all of the recorded songs of the artists in touch with us radio djs because yes. you're a radio dj now which makes you also a sound producer Woo. are you excited to um do an interview with the producer
2: yeah totally
0: We just watched a little bit of a clip from it and it seems very disturbing but so poignant and exciting. What do you think?
2: Yeah, no, I totally
0: cannot wait to watch it. Oh, why could? It seems to me like it's going to be very confronting to... So, for instance, one of the statistics there was that plant and animal organisms have fallen by 70% in the last... What did they say? Since the 1970s.
2: Yeah, I think the fact that we don't even know that is just part of the problem. So I think it's um, really cool that this film is going to be showing at the Byron Bay Film Festival.
0: Yeah, good on you. And good on you for having that kind of youthful enthusiasm um, as opposed to my kind of elderly trepidation because (laughs) I don't know if that has to do with some sort of feelings of latent guilt of obviously I was an activist at some points when I was in my youth and I've always tried to vote for governments that didn't do mining or, you know, all of that sort of stuff, but still did my generation do enough? What do you think? I think not...
2: I think your generation as as a whole were, I suppose, in the background. They were doing their stuff, but I think the real problem is... The people in Silicon Valley, you know, uh-huh. those sorts of people like the billionaires. I think they are the problem. I think the fact that they have websites like "What's your carbon," ca- like your carbon calculator, stuff like that, bl- blaming putting the problem on us. oh I'm yeah. um, just civilians, uh-huh. you know, middle class. I think that's the real problem. Put they are putting the blame on us. And of course, we could always switch to paper straws. But the biggest polluter is fishing equipment. Is and the, it? Yep. And the people who are, yeah, straws make up about 0.01% of pollution, less than that. Right. Like such a minuscule percent. Um. But the big problem is those massive, massive companies and they'll put the blame on us as much as they can. You know, they'll have the calculators, you know, mm. do you drive a four-wheel drive full? Shame on you. It's like, no, mm. it's not us. It's you.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, Ivy, what you might have been referring to there is the plastics industries itself, mm-hmm. um, not the um, climate change in terms of the, you know, it have got to be specific about. Uh, who the biggest polluter is, Uh, I don't have the statistics in front of me but a little-known fact is mining is probably the biggest one and then just below that is the meat industry. Oh, yeah. And then mining is a a subsidiary... The plastics industry is a subsidiary of mining. I don't know what the percentage there is but... Yeah,
2: no, sorry, I got confused. The biggest sea polluter is Mm -hmm. fishing equipment. Yep. Rather than plastic bags or, you know, the plastic on your six-pack of beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the, the mass fishing of, you know, tuna, you know, mm-hmm. s- trying to bag up every turtle so I can get the most tuna.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: the big problem in the water rather than, I think, us just using plastic straws.
0: Yeah, and another little... Um, a known fact, which I didn't know it myself until I watched that documentary. Um, do you remember what it's called the recent one that was out about the ocean dying and and all the pollution in regards to the ocean? Um, I'll, I'll look it up. But anyway, one of the biggest things is tr- uh, trawling. So you mentioned the fishing industry. Mm. So they use these massive nets and it's yeah. not just trawling to get the biggest amount of fish. They actually scrape up the bottom of the ocean as yeah. they're doing it which and the bottom of the ocean has all these seaweed forests mm. which is causing... And one of the biggest things, uh, even more so than forests or the Amazon rainforest or something, one of the biggest thing that helps with uh, um, CO2 being retained in... On the planet, and not out yeah. in the atmosphere, is seaweed.
2: Yeah, it's. I think it's fifty percent of the world's uh, oxygen comes from seaweed. Yeah, good on you for knowing that fact.
0: And so, therefore, do you know some of the more positive solutions about the concept of people starting up seaweed farms and stuff like that?
2: Um, I haven't really looked into seaweed farms to be honest. But yeah, yeah um, CO two, like everyone said, um, refers to oxygen coming from plants as trees, but Most Mm. of the time, especially around, you know, islands like us and, you know, Mm. coastal bits, it comes from seaweed.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Well, we'll be hearing a lot about those kind of things in 15 minutes because what do we already uh, see there That on this little snippet? We already saw Ashley Avsey, I think is her name, and... She was actually the one that was the marine activist, so it wouldn't surprise oh, me yeah. if she's with Sea Shepherd or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She already spoke about PTSD from Imagine Having to See All Those yeah. Whales and Things. we got Jordan De Boer and Ella Noah Bancroft, who's also one of the activists that this documentary maker has uh, followed around and watched the activism. And I'll, I'll to discuss this further with the producer... Michelle when she's on air, but uh, Ella was one of the people who was down here with the Kuri Mail and was very influential in helping a lot of people get back on their feet, including, including myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Beautiful young lady. All right. So, I can't wait to talk to Michelle Dada-Million. I've... Dado Millian. Hopefully I've got that right. And this is all about her upcoming documentary, The Power of Activism, coming to you with the Byron Bay Film Festival. And this is Why Cult ID. And we have with us on the phone, Michelle Dado Millin. How are you, Michelle? Can you hear me? I'm um, Yes, I can. I, I'm, I'm well, thank you. Good. Yes. And as I said, I've got Ivy here with me. Hi. Hi, Ivy. And so we're very interested in the documentary you've got coming up that's going to be playing at the Byron Bay Film Festival. It's called The Power of Activism and it takes us on an emotional journey and it has six Are they all local or are they just Australian female activists? Uh,
1: Four of them are uh, based in Byron, and Mm -hmm. the other two, they're all Australian. Uh, The other two, one's in Sydney and one's based in Adelaide.
0: Yep, okay, because I noticed from the little clip that we watched uh, that I recognised a few of the faces from this local area. Yeah, absolutely. Are you local too, Michelle?
1: No, I'm originally from Sydney and, and based now out of Newcastle. I'm in the Upper Hunter Valley.
0: Okay, and what prompted you to decide to make this documentary?
1: Uh, the, the, sh- the desire to want to do something and to, to want to switch people on. And as a conservationist, environmentalist myself, and also somebody that works in the film and TV industry uh, over many, many years, it was a way um that i felt through putting the documentary together um and that process working with the director has been a, a fantastic uh, collaboration uh to to bring it you know to 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 fi- try and find a way to actually engage and inspire and 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 want you know want want to get people to feel that they can do something and that they you know they can get involved and and these young women are all incredibly inspirational that was the big switch on for me is starting to uh, see them and their work um, and being in the space myself I was aware of them and and the the initiatives that are that they are part of or have started and uh, they it just occurred to me how I thought they would be so inspiring to to people, young, old, everyone in between. Mm. And uh, so I wanted to bring them together and then with that point of difference uh, to add in the actuary and actually put a dollar value. Mm -hmm. Because with the idea to switch people on and speak to those that aren't listening, Mm -hmm. um, the idea of putting a figure, a, a money figure on on their work and what they're saving the environment and the economy was was really important. So, that began the journey of making the film.
0: Yeah, fabulous. I've got two or three questions out of that uh, discussion. The first was, how did the collaboration come about? You briefly mentioned it, but did you seek these ladies out or there was a yeah. specific meeting? No, no, it was uh, as I, I've been working on this
1: project in various iterations for for near 10 years now Mm -hmm. uh, as I was trying to find the best way to produce something uh, that would engage an audience near and far across across all diversities and cultures and all the rest of it. So uh, basically, I saw the documentary Shark Girl, Mm -hmm. which Madison Stewart is in and i was in development in an earlier version and uh madison i just found her incredibly inspiring and her her approach and her her positivity and her um you know passion and dedication and it just planted a bit of a seed in me of i want to meet her and just find out what she's about and so i did and i was always very involved in all the issues, very interested in um, in bringing them all together under the umbrella of climate change as it's a cumulative impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just began to... Madison, uh, I started to find some of the women. She knew some of them. I just started having discussions with others. Uh, she knew Alice Forrest, for instance, So, um, and I, I had already... Become aware of Boomerang bags. So that was Jordan. They all knew each other, and then just through that kind of conversations building and the ripple effects of what comes when you're seeking something out and and starting to to build build together. Um, uh, you know, like the essentially the the film. Um, it's like they all kind of came. To, I, they just all came to be a group that I, the director and I, felt were very powerful and worked well together and. And when we put them together, we just had a very strong feeling about them all and that they would be a a fantastic group to bring together with the actuary. And that's exactly what happened. We captured it all in real time. And, And, you know, it was an interesting process in the sense that a lot of them it was a bit of a challenge the process because it had you know looking at it from that economic dollar value was not really something that they necessarily had had thought through mm-hmm. so it was it was a real learning curve and, and and you know the value of it was was evident and um and also just wanted to you know present another way to see their their work and and, and activism and environmentalism and and you know grassroots people power and how valuable that is and how fundamental that is to making change happen.
0: Yeah, it's so important. And Alice, uh, that's the one who were, we saw on the little bit of film that we watched. That's, she did Shark Girl, is that correct?
1: No, Madison, Madison, Madison Stewart did yeah. Shark Girl. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. was her first documentary. She's been in a number of things since then. Yeah, um, Blue is another a feature she was in. Well, Madison... Um, Alice-
0: Sorry, I was just going to say, um, Madison actually referred to some of her activism and said that she had PTSD. Did she actually work with Sea Shepherd or...? Uh, No. no,
1: she Well, yeah, I mean, look, yes, they all know each other and they all kind of interact through various um, efforts Uh to save sharks and the like. But it's because, you know, uh, Alice and Ashley actually have have, uh, met worked together on Sea Shepherd on a crew. Mm -hmm. Um, Madison has, through her own projects and work, worked alongside them as well as, you know, other conservation groups. They all... This is the thing. They're they're all interconnected. Everybody knows of everyone. And and is because we're all on the same path to want to kind of engage for change, right? Mm. So um, the trauma is very clearly from... I feel the same. I'm an activist as well. And and I, I have experience trauma you know like we're on mm-hmm. the front line of seeing seeing you know how these animals and in the environment is so harmed and destroyed and and treated the unkindness the the you know you see a lot of stuff and it, it's traumatizing and you you uh, animals are sentient beings you know mm-hmm. they are they have feelings they have families they have friends they have social groups they you know, they, they want to live a life just like we do, yeah. in their own way. And we are all interconnected and all part of a system,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a life support system that, that, you know, if we don't have a healthy environment and a healthy ecosystem, you know, that is full of biodiversity, then then that affects everything. That's what's going on right now. So yeah. that has been, all been uh, brought about by our behaviours mm-hmm. and... And our impact, so cumulatively, yeah. right? So yeah. Well, so was... the, the trauma is very evident in, in all of them. And, yeah. and I totally can
0: relate, for sure. Oh, yeah, you're obviously very passionate about it. I was um, slightly traumatised within seconds of watching your the beginning of your film where you do see the koala that's been all burnt up. And I asked Ivy about that in regards to the generational thing. Um, and perhaps Ivy can speak to it better about how where her generation is the first to grow up as opposed to you and I. I think we might be of similar um, ages and to live with the concept of she might not even have a future, let alone the 70%. What's the fact that you have there? Plant, animal and organisms have fallen by 70% since the 70s. So, Ivy, did you want to speak to Michelle of that and how you feel as a younger person with that potential reality?
2: Yeah, I suppose there is a gener- generational divide between our feelings of, for climate change. I feel like the older generations, they might feel guilty or just like, oh, well, I'm going to be gone in the next, what, 40, 50 years, so whatever. But for us, it's always been in the back of our head ever since we were toddlers, you know, um, back then it was the ozone layer, you know, just don't use styrofoam and use less hairspray. But for us, it's every single thing we do has a contribution towards climate change. And, like, and I think the big companies are pushing that blame on us. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they will say that sea pollution is because of plastic straws. Sure, that might be because of some pollution, but the big polluters for the sea are the
0: mass fishing equipment. Um, used by billionaires. Mm. So I think yeah, that's, that's great. Now, Michelle, just before I go, we have had some technical issues with the phone. If it cuts out, can you please call us back? Because it has a um, um, the habit of cutting us off at fifteen minutes for interviews. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, please. If, yeah, so yeah, feel free to respond to Ivy with that one. I think. Um, I think you know. Yeah, look again the cumulative
1: impacts you know that the the thing about you know the plastic pollution issue is massive there are you know the 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 runoff in terms of factory farming and and agricultural farming and and you know chemical products that's being used and and you know this is this intensive farming model where the waste management um, pollution from from these farms ends up in waterways and goes out to the ocean you know there's of course, there's all sorts of issues around, um, you know, uh, not only fossil fuels, but, um, you know, any type of chemical plastic, well, obviously plastic is oil and chemical, it's petroleum, so it's a fossil fuel product. So overfishing is another massive issue in terms of how we we just, um, you know, and uh, just what's the word we're just kind of draining the oceans We're everything everything is over it's over consumption we're overpopulated there's a there's a greed there's the balance is out we've gone too far it's not sustainable the way we've been living and all of these impacts all of these things that we are doing you know it's also you know things like um and a lot of the women in the film have been been involved in things like the the Taji dolphin slaughter, where they capture, it, countries all around the world have different practices. Mm. You know, in terms of capturing animals for for um, captivity. You mm. know how we keep animals, we exploit animals. We, mm. uh, you know, the wild, the, the the wildlife trade. There's so many cum. We are because we're pulling. We're not only are we polluting and destroying the air, the water, and the and you know the land, the soil. We're also uh, you know, by our impact on animal species, we're just uh, crippling the biodiversity. And the what? There's a statistic about the amount of animals on the planet. It, it's something. That, you know, it's farm animals are like you know seventy percent of the animals that that live on the planet. So the wildlife, um, which is the exotics and the natives and all the rest of it who are the fundamental who are fundamental to to a healthy ecosystem the balance is way out in terms of species and we know that from species decline all these reports that are coming out environmental impact statements and studies it's across the board with you know world health organization our own government released one recently uh you know the um unesco united nations it's it's undeniable the science is clear so this is why we're at this point, and all of these behaviours, and we try and touch, we do touch on all of them in the film, mm-hmm. uh, are together the problem. And, and what, what is the solution, uh, apart from you know, these fabulous initiatives, is connecting with nature and, and re-establishing a kindness and, and that you know, we all matter as a community, all species matter. We need to reset how we live in this world. And there's many ripple effects in terms of health and well-being, mental health impacts, all of this. It's all connected. And that's very much a part, a big part of what we want the film to to bring to people and to make people realise. And that every single one of us
0: can be po- Ivy came at you with a question about or from a perspective from a younger person Ivy's 15 and there is that kind of zeitgeist of fear about the future and you had sort of reiterated why those fears exist but I'd like to go back to what you said about actuary because we know that through globalization and through capitalism that these concepts of being in touch with nature have gone so far left of centre that we've almost contributed to our own destruction. Some of, you mentioned some of the possible solutions. I'd like to talk to you about that. Can you define actuary to people who might not know and then talk about what some of those actions might be? For instance, um, cloning of meat or, uh, you're just stopping the use of plastics by using mushrooms and organic things and such. What, what, what Does the film cover any of that sort of stuff? Uh, well, the first thing I would say is come through the film yeah. and then uh, be part of the Q&A afterwards where we're going to have a very
1: good... Well, every conversation we've had after the film has, has been fantastic. Yeah. We've had a number of screenings and uh, the audience get... We have fantastic engagement afterwards. So, um... I think, you know, in answer to your question, an actuary uh, is is essentially an economist, a a mathematician, if you like, somebody who uh, puts a dollar value. So, you know, typically they work with insurance companies. Uh, Kirsten, who's one of the top actuaries in our region, South Pacific region across Australia and New Zealand, uh, for instance, was part of the COVID response. Uh, She was a panel that was selected to advise government on the costs and benefits of taking various actions in the COVID response. So mm-hmm. um, she had, she personally is an, in- is someone who, who is very environmentally uh, passionate, mm-hmm. uh, but she's never done this for, for, for an invite, for an environmental purpose.
0: Sorry, what was so her name? it was, a,
1: it, her name is Kirsten Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the process was, uh, was great for her. So she is, so the process is very much the, the, the figures that she comes to. So the, as we look at in the film, you know, you look at the costs and the benefits, the intangible, the tangibles, and she puts it all together. So based on data, so all of, all of the figures that we come to, this is her job, her profession, is, is, is from data. It's mm-hmm. from peer-reviewed studies, from scientific papers, from research, from reference, uh, myself, person, the, the women uh all did a lot of work um obviously a lot of them and myself we're very uh, aware of of lots of statistics and data and and you know Alice for instance is a marine scientist and has done a lot of research so she has she knew a lot of studies and papers to refer, for to refer to Kirsten so we collated all this information and world worldwide I mean relative to um the region that, you know, that's relative to the cause. And because this is national, but it's global as well. So, um, and then we over, uh, a lot of, it's a lot of work behind the scenes to, to come to to the figures and the findings. And so what we present at the end of the film is is a lot of figures about the dollar value of mm. action. And, you know, we're in the billions here. We're in the millions and billions. And the thing, the interesting thing is that we only really touch the sides because there's how do you put a dollar value on biodiversity
0: or existence? How do you put really. a dollar value on indigenous culture or in, existence? Existence for or animals and humans across the board, really. Absolutely. Yeah. How do you how do you put a dollar value
1: on 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 a lot of this stuff? This is big picture stuff on the health on health and well being mm. of of all life on Earth. You know, of living together and in. in in a kinder world. How do you put a dollar value on that? Yeah, so, something, course, somehow,
0: somehow something went wrong within the human psyche where instead of perceiving that societies run economies, there became this ideology that economy runs society and that just created this madness. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Well, yeah. and, and again, it's, it, it's a disconnect. I think we've, we've become disconnected with each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the age of screens, the age we live in of technology, which, of course, there are a lot of... Again, it's all about balance. A positive, mm-hmm. There's a lot of positives, but there's a lot of negative. So it's about getting the balance right with everything, anything, right? Yeah. So the balance is out. And, and I think, you know, there's a, a lot of the issues that, that are a through line Throughout the film, mm-hmm. uh, are about connection and yeah. about how everything. When we live, um, when we live connected with nature, connected with community, engage. You know, there's a something I and we all talk to this is that when you actually get involved and do something and be, become part of a positive solution, mm-hmm. uh, you feel better. Yeah. You feel. Purpose. You feel belonging, it, and the ripple effect. It, keep, it 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 ripples out into the conversations you have with your family, with your friends, to the choices you make, to the voting you you choose, mm-hmm. to to how you live your life in yeah. every way. And then that never underestimate a ripple effect because yeah. it's, it's it's enormous. Yeah. And so it just it's about understanding how it's actually simple. We, but we've made it so complicated. Yeah. And we've just gotten too far away. I think it's about being in the moment and just seeing what's right in front of us. We don't need all this stuff. We yeah. keep going, you know, it, it, there's many conversations out of this. It's like we think we keep, ha- what makes us happy, what makes us feel purpose and belonging, we keep thinking it's about buying stuff and getting stuff and attaining stuff. And it's it's not about that. It's no. about an inner, uh, you know, an inner how you are on on it on the inside how your heart is how your soul is how your mind and that all you know heart mind and soul
0: works together yeah, it's so important. 100%. I, I liked what you said about balance, but just before that, uh, w- I recently was lucky enough to attend the Byron Bay Writers' Festival and a lot of the conversations were around climate change, um, as uh, most in daily lives, especially us here in the Northern Rivers, having gone through the most massive weather event. Before I go apart away from that, I just wanted to shout out to Alanoa Bancroft because she was instrumental yeah. in helping so many people in the community here. Are, including myself, 100%. with the crew yeah. male. So thank you to Ella. Yeah, um, she's she's a she's amazing. Yeah, and you
1: know, it's you know, like it, it's in terms of her, in all of these women are are amazing mm. role models and role models for for their community, mm-hmm. uh, for their cause, for, for for young people, for everyone. You know, they, this is a sort of this is who we want our kids aspiring to be, right? Yeah, and of course they
0: will in this area. But the one thing I wanted to mention just before I have to let you go is that one of the big conversations that came up with climate change in terms of real solution was, um, you did mention money and the economy and such, is that perhaps if we don't vote for governments that have political donations, that will make a huge difference. Yeah. And also that um, we... Somehow, through not voting for those governments, we, the people, make the the polluters, big plastics, big oil companies, actually have to do something about their cleanups. Let alone start paying tax.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, change. You know, I think people forget that the government works for us, and I think mm-hmm. people forget that our supply equals our demand equals their supply in mm-hmm. terms of business. Right. Yeah. So. We all have to take responsibility. We all have to step up, and we all have to, you know, in our own lives, make, make choices. We, yeah. we do that every day. Yeah. And like I said, it's, you know, I've, I've experienced it in my own life, and I know all of these women are the same. You, you know, you, you just have to start somewhere. And I think everybody, uh, whether or not, you know, you start by joining a group or, or making those daily choices and changes in your life, and you know, voting and having conversation, voting aware, aware, being aware of what your vote means, and you know, getting involved in terms of writing. I can't tell you how many letters I've written to government, to to prime, to ministers, to prime ministers. You know, you you, you every everything matters. Petitions matter. You know, I'm very passionate about activism being a positive. Mm-hmm. Not I've had a few people you know, a few interviewers over over time sort of say, oh, you know, it's really, it's interesting because activism, you know, can be a bit of a dirty word. And it's like, well, you know, I'm an activist and all these women are activists. And and what I'm really interested with this film is actually showing that activism is, yes, there. of course, again, there are always extremes, which yeah. we're not about. We're about well, being positive and engaged and involved and doing something that, you know, that engages people around you and connect you with nature so yeah that's perfect it
0: brings me back to how i wanted to end off the interview actually michelle which is perfect and you mentioned happy mediums in all things and so we spoke about climate change from a young personal Um, person's perspective with our previous show and podcast with a young woman called Hannah and when I asked Hannah about how she felt with her own mental health post flood, post fires um, and going into a lifetime of this potential future and she said the most amazing thing to me and I I think that you might agree with this in regards to not only activism but all of the things that you've said about happy mediums. With the youth and the mental health and Ivy I'd like you to tune In on this one, if you can, is that if you go to the extremes, which is one, I can't, I have no power, I can't do anything about it, it's the government is, it's all rigged, um, and total apathy that's part of the problem, right? But if you go to the Uh extreme of extreme activism to the point where it does affect your mental health to the fact that you're no longer effective, somehow there has to be a happy medium that Ivy, you mentioned, you kind of live in that existence can you speak to ivy about that michelle and vice versa and we'll say goodbye after that
1: uh yeah absolutely so i think i i, I think and the women are all exact all of us are an example of this where we are um it's about getting involved and you know you the, the thing when we made this film is it was always about switching up people on that aren't listening because mm-hmm. you know you can preach to the converted. But, you know, we're all, we're already listening, right? So we wanted to do something that spoke to those that weren't listening. Yeah. And in my own experience of starting up Boomerang Bags in my own community, it was very much about, as I say in the film, working with the local government, working with the business community, working with the schools, working with the households, working with... And I... It was a bit of a case study when I started Boomerang Bags here in my own town because... It really informed the film in terms of I switch people on in my own community. My own community has come alive. And I, just made, I, I was part of a team that, that planted a seed. And six years later, this town is thriving. Mm-hmm. There are so many businesses that have started up. Everybody's in the sustainability, environmental, positive action. You know, there's a majority positive engagement. You're always going to have some people that don't switch on. But you just need that majority. Yeah, what and up? you feel... What town is that one? This is Dungog. So okay. this, this, which is in the Upper Hunter. Okay.
0: Yep. Sorry. So
1: north north of Newcastle, north of Newcastle. Fabulous. So yeah. we were the we were the twentieth Boomerang Bag community to get underway, and there's now twelve hundred around the country and the world underway. So oh, wicked. That you know that's just an example with Boomerang Bags of, of community engagement, and as Jordan speaks. So again, I encourage people out there, please come along to the film, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, you will be inspired and, you know, have a, be part of a conversation afterwards because, you know, there is hope. And Ella says in the film very beautifully, it's even moved beyond hope. It's, it's trust. You've got to trust that what you do now in your life each day will make a difference. Did we just have to, to you, work Ivy? together
0: and we have to come yeah. together. Yeah, does not speak to you, Ivy? Do you feel like you can trust that you have a future? Um, it... <laughs> Yes and
2: no. Mm-hmm. I trust that our generation will do our best, but I also know that you know, to to the people in parliament, a lot of them just think we're just peasants, you know, mm-hmm. and we're just trying to fight for our our rights and you know, I whether it, it really just depends, I guess, what happens in the next 20 years with politics, whether it's going to be Labour or It's important to have a new
0: perspective, Mm -hmm. I think. And, yeah, I think it was very interesting what she said. Yeah. And are you going to take a walk away from this with trying to remember at all times to have happy mediums when things do feel like they get a little bit extreme?
2: Yeah, I think that's something I struggle with. It's like, oh, the world is going to explode anyway. Who cares? But I think it is really important to stay positive, especially when you're thinking about the environment.
0: Yeah, anything really. Yeah. You know, with mental health, sometimes it can feel with whatever's going on for you, like it's all so overwhelming, but we know that these moments too will pass. Mm-hmm. Even even in the, after a natural disaster, it might take a year or whatever, but we will get back to you know, community will come back together and people will start to reconnect and, you, and even your mind will get better. Yeah. Yeah, so for us, for those of you out there who are still struggling post the flood disaster or whatever you're going through at this point in time and especially for young people too who might find it hard to navigate through those heavy feelings, I'd like to just take this minute to thank you ivy thank you you've only been with us for two radio shows and two podcasts yeah and you have to go to melbourne i do and so it saddens me to have to say goodbye after so soon meeting you (laughs) me too but you have been so inspirational not only with your technical abilities at your age Uh, I don't even have to worry about training you. I know that when you're going to go down to Melbourne, you're going to find some sort of radio station or sound production option. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure I will be hearing your name in the future in the realms of sound production, whether that be in film, television, radio... Yeah. ..or Or even music. Music, yes, because you create your own music as well. Yeah. Watch this space. You're going to be hearing Ivy Bertram... (laughs) unless you go by a pseudonym. No, I, I, I don't know. Ivy's fine. You'll go with Ivy. <laughs> and um, I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. And um, So is there anything you'd like to say to some of the young girls out there who might be interested in getting training? And then I'll end with my email because we do have another position available because Ivy's leaving. Yeah. I, I definitely think uh, even if you know literally zilch about
2: radio and production I think it's definitely good to come here and you know well no matter what level you're at um with sort of technical stuff or even just public speaking I think it's definitely cool to just do it because it's awesome
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you get a chance to have your voice heard not only learning about things like Mm -hmm. we just did through that interview but uh, having an opportunity to have your voice heard and to perhaps recognise that women and young girls have not only powerful voices but valid ones.